0: Welcome to the Berkhamstead Spotlight, Berkhamstead School's podcast channel. Join our weekly guests from inside the classroom to behind the scenes of our day-to-day activities through to life beyond Berkhamstead School.
1: Find out what it's really like to be part of our remarkable community. Remarkable community indeed. In this episode of the Berkhamstead Spotlight, we're talking to the director of drama, Dominic Curtis. Dominic will discuss his role as Director of Drama, why drama at school is such a useful subject regardless of a student's career aspirations and what the House of Performing Arts is all about. But we'll also find out about his responsibilities as an inspirational teacher at Berkhamsted. So come with me now as we speak to Director of Drama Dominic Curtis. Dominic thank you for being here and welcome to this episode of the podcast. How are you doing today?
0: I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, I've had some interesting lessons today with my year 12s, and yeah, it's going well so far. Thank you.
1: Is year 12 a little bit less stressful than year 13 in the drama department?
0: Well, that's an interesting question. Well, I suppose at the moment they're working on their devised pieces, so it's the early stages of their devised performances, which they'll perform at the end of year 12, so just at the final turn of year, of year 12. I would say it's the same amount of stress. We work them hard, you know.
1: And when you say devised, what, what do you mean by that? How does, it, how does that look in, in the drama department? What does that mean?
0: So the students have to create their own devised performance based on a stimuli, which in this instance is a play, and they look at the play, they then choose a 10-minute section of it, mm-hmm. and then they have to create a performance in the style of a theatre company or practitioner. So it's a very interesting project and they finally perform their piece in front of an audience which consists of their parents, friends um, and of course um, year 10 and 11 students come along as well to, to watch their pieces.
1: And when they're performing these pieces, is it easier for them, do you think, if they're performing in front of the friends and family or is it easier if they're performing in front of, say, an anonymous audience?
0: I think it's probably a lot easier if they're performing in front of an anonymous audience. I know as an actor myself, when I was an actor, I always got much more nervous when there was somebody in the audience that I knew. Mm. But I think it's a great thing for them to perform it in front of their friends and family because it's always after the event when they go, they actually please that they've done it in front of their parents and their families as well.
1: That's really interesting. I was kind of expecting you to say easier in front of friends and family, but Thinking about it now, maybe it's easier to step into a different character if nobody knows what your everyday character is in normal life.
0: I would say that's true, yes. I mean, um, I know when I was an actor, if I was in, on stage in front of a thousand people and I didn't know anybody, I'd get less nervous than I would if there was a couple of people in the audience that I knew
1: interesting okay so i'd love to understand a little bit more about your own journey how did you get into drama yourself where did you go to school and how did you end up in the drama department where you are right now
0: oh well yes it's been a bit of a journey so i started off getting really interested in drama when i think i did my first production which was a. Uh Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat really when I was about, I think about 10 years old mm-hmm. and I got cast in the role of Joseph and I haven't oh. sung before anyway, I w- went up on stage and I, I played the role of Joseph and I, r- I really enjoyed it and And then I started doing some drama lessons after school and I ended up doing uh, Guildhall examinations in up to grade 8, I had a really great teacher who was very inspirational for me and uh, worked with another actor uh, friend and then I decided that I wanted to go to drama school. It was the only thing I wanted to do was become a professional actor. Mm. So I applied for five drama schools, at the same time as applying for universities as well, so that I had a backup. And I was fortunate enough to get into the Guildhall School of Music and Drama and also the Guildford School of Acting. So I made a decision and I went to the Guildhall School of Music and Drama. I was 18 years old. As you know it's based at the Barbican. In London and it was an amazing experience it really was I thoroughly enjoyed my time there I had some incredible teachers that were really inspirational Mm. and I went to the drama school and then three years later I did productions in the third year and some of which one of which was at the gate in Notting Hill uh, where we went outside of the drama school and performed there with the director Stephen Daldry which was really interesting and then From there, I got roles, I got an agent, and then got work as an actor. My first job was at Theatre Clwyd in Wales, which was incredible. I I was in Hamlet, Mm -hmm. and I played the player queen, Fortin Brass, and somebody else. But it was a great experience and worked with some really good actors up there. And then I did 10 years as an actor, and I did repertory theatre at Colchester at Perth Rep, Shakespeare, modern plays... I did two shows in the West Ends. So I did St. Joan with Imogen Stubbs and Cyrano de Bergerac with Robert Lindsay at the Haymarket. And they were long running shows. And I did a lot of singing as well. So my singing continued after those early days of Joseph. And uh, I sang a lot of Abbey Road with the London Symphony Orchestra and did about 30 um, musical theatre recordings there, which was really interesting. But then I always loved teaching. I always absolutely loved directing as well. And I got to a point, I suppose, where I thought, where will I be when I'm X years old, you know? And I then trained as a teacher. And it was amazing, actually, because I had been used to teaching privately, you know, Guildhall lessons for for students that were interested in drama and wanted to do it outside of school. But this time I was trained to be a teacher. So I actually went into one of the most difficult schools in the country, in a school, in a a place in Guildford. Mm -hmm. And I trained there as a teacher on the graduate teacher program and then I went to a fantastic school Rickmansworth school and I worked there as head of performing arts for nine years and following there I went to uh, John Lyon school in Harrow and here I am today at Berkhamstead and I absolutely love it here it's a great school yeah so that's uh, my journey in a nutshell.
1: What a great journey now a couple of things you, you mentioned there well one of the things was inspirational teachers I think you mentioned that twice so clearly that had a large impact on you and your journey. How much of a responsibility do you feel to be an inspirational teacher yourself now that you're in that role?
0: It's incredible how teachers have such an influence over what we become interested in and what we end up having a passion for. For me, it actually, at my my um, secondary school, Merchant Taylor's, it was an English teacher who was inspirational for me who directed me in a Shakespeare production and he had a big impact on my love of language and my love of plays and playwrights and helped me to understand the context of when plays are written and see links from when the play was written and why it was written when it was written and I just found from him I got a real passion for text and for plays and and language And then my drama teacher in a little school in Pinner was incredible, Miss Jones. And I always will remember her with great affection. She really was somebody who inspired me massively in everything I did. And I think me now as a drama teacher, I know that I can be inspirational. I hope I'm inspirational to my students. It's really what it's all about because we're not just training we're not training people to be actors obviously at this school. We're training students in self-confidence, the ability to work as part of a team and I suppose that um the soft skills that mm. we learn through drama that help us in whatever we end up doing in later life.
1: And the other name you mentioned there was Robert Lindsay and of course Robert Lindsay does the voice introduction to each podcast episode. What's the connection between yourself, Robert Lindsay and the school or is that complete coincidence?
0: Oh, well, that's an interesting one. So years ago, I did Cyrano de Bergerac at the Haymarket. As I said before, we did a 10-month run there, uh, 246 performances, in fact. And Robert Robert played Cyrano. And it was an incredible production, you know, with a cast of 24 actors. You know, it was a lavish production, open to the Queen, in fact. And so I knew Robert from those days. That was one of my, well, was my first West End performance as an actor. And it. I came to this school, and funnily enough, the first production I decided to put on was *Lame Is*. And interestingly, somebody mentioned that Rosemary Ford might be interested in helping with the choreography. So I gave her a call, and it was just lovely because Robert remembered me. And, and, and anyway, Rosie came and helped, and we had a, a student who choreographed the production alongside Rosie, which was brilliant, do you know? So yeah that's how I know Robert and and since then Robert's been back a number of times to judge our house drama competition and also Rosemary's been back too to judge the house performing arts so it's a connection that I made many many years ago and it's lovely at this point now to still have the, a, a relationship with Robert and, and Rosemary and for them to have a relationship with our school as well
1: Well, long may it continue, and and I'm sure that it will. Let's take it back into the school then, into the drama department. How does drama help students who don't choose an acting path in the future?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting question. You know, why do we timetable drama lessons throughout a student's life at Berkhamstead School? You know, right from the pre-prep to the prep and into the senior school, and ultimately to GCSE and A-level if the students want to do it, you know as I said before, we're not training students to become professional actors. I mean, God, there's not enough work, is there? (laughs) But I think those soft skills that the students learn, you know, through their drama lessons are incredibly valuable in the world beyond education. You know, the, I don't know, the skills of negotiation, you know, negotiating with people, listening, um, they develop leadership skills. I mean, there's not many subjects where there's a requirement to work in a group under pressure towards a common goal that's exactly what we do in drama of course so there's certainly you know at the school I think it's those soft skills that we know are so valuable in whatever people do once they leave our school Mm. and I think that's the reason we we teach the subject at all those key stages.
1: Dominic tell us something about house performing arts that takes place every year at Berkhamsted what's that all about?
0: Oh yeah, so the performing arts competitions happen every year, like you say, and we have a performing arts competition at the girls' school, and in the boys' school, every second year we do a house drama competition, and every other year we do a music competition. So the students, it's a really exciting opportunity for the house to come together, you know, with students from all year groups, from year 7 to 13, or 7 to 11 actually, at the senior school. And perform a piece of drama so they have to create a group performance based on a variety of stimuli so the performing arts they create a big song and they do a choreographed sequence with it, and then they do a little ensemble item as well. All of the students come along to watch and it's just a really lovely atmosphere in the theatre when this is on full of course, and the students get really excited and and they feel at the end of it that they've really achieved something wonderful. Yes, it's a great event and we do it every year and it it works really well.
1: Awesome. Now, I'd love to know something else about what happens behind the scenes in the drama department, you know, because quite often when people think about drama, they think about what's happening on stage. What's life like behind the curtain though?
0: Well, you know at our school we're really fortunate because we have incredible facilities so we have the centenary theatre of course but we also have an amazing lighting and sound desk and lighting and sound facilities so when we do a production we if we're doing a musical for example you know we'll probably be be using about 24 radio microphones which all work at different frequencies we get students involved in that whole process so they would be you know Every night we have new batteries. So that's 48 batteries we need for those microphones every Mm. single night. They need to be brand new. We've got a Digico sound desk, which is what they use in the West End. We have an ETC lighting desk, again, which is what they use in the West End. We have a a team of students backstage who are the stage management team. So we always make sure that the stage management team is just comprised of students. The stage manager will be a student, the deputy stage manager a student, and they'll have a team of people, hopefully from all year groups, so that the younger ones are learning from the older ones. You know, the ability for students... Students to get involved in the technological aspects of theatre is really important so yeah the stage management team at this school it's really important to the success of our productions mm-hmm. we teach them these things right from an early age so from the year seven and eight productions all the way to our senior production we'll have a stage management team comprised of students and they learn you know a massive amount about scenery we get you know full sets come into the to the And it is amazing for them, yeah. It's a great opportunity.
1: Yeah, it really does sound like it. Sounds fantastic. Now, you talked about going from the West End and stepping into school life at Berkhamstead. Can you think of any examples of pupils that have left Berkhamstead and either gone on to the West End or gone on to TV productions or film productions?
0: We've got Sid Cigar, who's, who's doing very well. Roman Kemp, KSI, they all came from our school. And I think there are going to be many more to come in the future as well that we'll see over the years to come.
1: And do they look back on their time at Berkhamstead fondly? And do they ever come back to school?
0: Um, So, yeah, we do have them come back to school and in for events and talks. And um, they are certainly involved in looking moving forward with the school. We'd certainly like to get them involved even more in school life.
1: Well, if any of them are listening right now, maybe that's an open invitation for them to come back. Dominic, I'd love to understand a little bit more about how you felt right back when you were younger. You mentioned that you that you were in Joseph. How old were you at the time? And tell us a bit about how that felt to be cast in that leading role.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting question. And I haven't thought about it for a long time. It was, it was exciting, but it was nerve wracking. It was a big challenge. There was a lot to learn, a lot I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And then after the event, it was an incredible experience where I learned a huge amount about what I now want to do and what I need to do in order to enable it to happen. I think the camaraderie on stage, you know, those friendships that you make when you do a production, when you're under that massive pressure, is amazing how you get to know people very quickly in a short space of time when you're under pressure. I think the memories of productions that I was in when I was at school live with me forever and I think as a drama teacher and director of drama at this school you know I'm really trying to make memories for our students that they'll remember forever and cherish and I hope that that's what we do at this school is do productions that the students will always remember.
1: Of course Joseph being a musical you would have needed to be able to sing for a role like that and of course being Joseph you wouldn't have had the chance to hide in any group of choristers or group of singers in a in a mm. production like that how did it feel singing certain songs which were clearly you singing on your own
0: yeah i mean when i look back at the video of of joseph which i haven't done for many years but you know it's it's clear i was only young and i there so many things i didn't know but i didn't do a bad job but i needed from there i knew that i'd need some lessons you know mm. And it was after Joseph and then my voice broke and everything. And then I ended up going for some great singing lessons to a superb teacher. Again, another teacher who had a massive influence on me and, and really helped me to train my voice to a point where I could, you know, do session singing, you know, Abbey Road many years later. So it all began with the teacher who cast me in that role, I suppose.
1: And then when you mentioned that you decided you wanted to have a career in acting. How did your parents respond at that stage? Uh,
0: That's a good question too, because I'm a parent myself and I'm not sure how I would respond (laughs) because it's a difficult life, you know, that you're choosing. I mean, it's a gamble. My parents were really, really supportive of, of this decision. It was interesting because my drama teacher, who I mentioned earlier, initially tried to put me off, but because she knew that if I really wanted it, I wouldn't be put off interesting she made me understand and realize that it was going to be a difficult road a difficult journey Mm -hmm. but I didn't care I said that's the journey I'm going to go for Mm. and as soon as she knew how much I wanted it she put a hundred percent behind me you know she really helped me to achieve my goal
1: so in your position then at school If a sixth former came to you and they said that they really wanted to pursue a life, a career of acting, what would you say to them?
0: I'm very similar to Miss Jones, my old drama teacher. Mm -hmm. You know, I I make it very clear how difficult it is, that it's a gamble Mm -hmm. and that you need a backup. You need um, something else as a backup, you know. So I'm here now doing what I do. I absolutely love it, what I do. I'm not an actor, but I love being director of drama, you know. And if you train as an actor, there are so many jobs that you could end up doing Mm. that you're not aware of. And I think actors can make, you know, outstanding leaders.
1: What kinds of jobs are you thinking about there then?
0: Well, it's just, you know, actors, we understand what it feels like to be in someone else's shoes. We know how people tick. And I think when you're... In a leadership position, you need to understand how people are feeling, how people are thinking in order to run an organization really well, getting quite deep there.
1: Mm, it is a bit, isn't it? I think
0: it's true. <laughs> mm. But I think it's true. I mean, you know,
1: yeah. Uh, Dominic, we we need to bring this episode, sadly, to a close in a minute. But um, two regular questions that we always ask people. Tell me one thing you've changed your mind about over the last couple of years.
0: I th- suppose... I've certainly thought differently about the importance of friendships and family and ensuring that one puts, you know, positivity and time into developing good relationships with friends and family and how life is fleeting and you need to make the most of your time. And for me as a teacher, I want to enable the best experience I possibly can for our students so that their time at this school makes many, many happy memories for them. And I think whilst I haven't, it's not a change of mind, it's, it's changed my perception, I suppose, of time and the importance of friendships and family, not just for me, but for my students as well.
1: Oh, well, Great answer. And then lastly, what has been your remarkable moment at Berkenstead?
0: Oh, gosh. No, that's interesting. I mean, there's been loads of remarkable moments, I think. Um, mm. I suppose the fact that I'm sitting here now after having been here for, for many years is probably the most remarkable moment was when I joined the school. And as I said before about putting on Les Miserables, um, seeing the Centenary Theatre being used at its fullest potential, you know, with a big orchestra in the orchestra pit, mm. 24 radio mics going you know, incredible music, wonderful students, putting on a production, which just sort of made the audience just think, wow, it almost feels like we're in the West End here watching this production. And it's that time when you're a director, the remarkable moment is when it leaves your hands and it becomes the student's production. Mm. And for me, watching a show, which is being run by a student who is my stage manager backstage and the crew and the students. And I just sit in the audience. And for me, the first night when I watched that for me was my most remarkable moment Mm -hmm. because I realized what we could achieve at this school. So I think that was the first remarkable moment, which led to many more.
1: I've literally got goosebumps going down my arm while you're talking like this. Um, and my very last question, this is a cheeky extra little question. What, what's, What is the best West End show that's currently on, in your opinion?
0: That's an interesting one.
1: Gosh. We
0: went to see Be More Chill. That was great. It's really modern, but the kids absolutely loved it. Okay. Always love Les Mis, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the West Side Story film. There's so many great things to see, but I'm, I look forward to the uh, West Side Story film, I must say.
1: Awesome. Well, look, Dom, we need to bring us to a close now. I just want to say thank you for your time. Thanks for taking us into that drama department and explaining what it's all like. Really appreciate it. Thank you.
0: No problem at all. Nice to speak to you, Simon.
1: So that was Dominic Curtis, Director of Drama at Berkhamstead School. Thank you so much, Dominic, for coming on to this episode of the Berkhamstead Spotlight. It was great to hear from you.